Revelations chapter 3 verses 7 to 10. Revelations chapter 3, the book of Revelations written by Apostle John, chapter 3 verses 7 to 10. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things say, He who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength. I have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan, who say they are Jews, are, are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet, and to know what I have, know that I have loved you. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world, to test those who dwell on the earth. Hallelujah. If you want to title the word, the God who keeps you. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from this hour. The God who keeps you. How many of you believe in a God who keeps you? No matter what is happening in the world, He'll keep you. No matter what an hour, what kind of an hour that you are living, He will keep you. God is a God who keeps His people. God is faithful to keep us. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Just the Bible says, just as the mother, hallelujah, praise God, takes care of, comforts the child. I comfort you. He's a God who comforts. He's the father of comfort. He's the God who keeps. He's the God who loves. Because He loves us, He keeps us. Amen. This book is written to a church called Philadelphia, which means, the word means brotherly love. Hallelujah. Brotherly love. Praise God. That is a love that is not very evident or not common. Hallelujah. But Jesus comes into the picture. Every loveless situation will turn into a lovable situation. Hallelujah. He's speaking to a church that found that. Amen. Hallelujah. He will keep your relationships. Amen. Hallelujah. He will keep, bring good relationships into your life and he'll keep it. Because he has got a purpose. Why God is bringing you into this church into relationship, is God has got a purpose. And God will keep you. Keep these relationships God is releasing into your life. Because God wants to speak into this life. God wants to speak into this church. God wants to speak into brothers and sisters. God is uniting together. There is a uniting that's happening. Hallelujah. Praise God. There is a uniting that is happening into your life that will launch you into your future. There is a uniting that is happening into your life where God can speak to you when nobody else hears. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just get these few things and I'll put everything together. Amen. Hallelujah. He's saying that who is speaking? The one who is true. The one who is holy. And the one who holds the key of David is speaking to us. Hallelujah. 
His name is truth. He's saying, I am the one who cannot lie. If I'm saying that virus has no authority over your life, I say it. I mean it. God doesn't never writes anything in the Bible that he doesn't mean. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And Bible is not something is mean. It doesn't write things that are mean to you. It are things that are blessing. That's why you have to hold the Bible. Hallelujah. It's the truth of God's word. He said, man can lie, I will not lie. God is not a God who should lie or a son of man who should change his mind. So the Bible is the saying, who is writing to you is the one who is true. You have to take me at my word because I am speaking the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The one who is true, God is not a man who should lie. Man lies. Bible says, let God be true, every man be a liar. If God said by his stripes you are healed, you are healed. If God says, I will bless you, he will bless you. If God said, if you believe you and your family shall be saved, they shall be saved. If God said, I'll protect you and I cover you with your precious blood, he will do it. But God said, blessed you come in and blessed you go out. It's the truth. Bob, God said, who can curse whom the Lord has blessed? Nobody can curse you. If he says so, it is. Hallelujah. If he looked at a blue color and said, it's red, it's red. Because he can't lie. It's as simple as that. So if he looks at you and says, you are blessed, you are blessed. I mean, otherwise he becomes a liar. God can never become a liar. God says, I've chosen you before the foundations of the world. And I've named you even before your parents thought about you. He means it. He says he has thought about you. That the thought did not start when your parents thought about you. It was before the foundations of the world. He means it. He saw you before the foundations of the world. When he said he's, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Which means you're not ugly. You are good. Who told you you're ugly? Hallelujah. So he is always speaking truth. That's why the devil does not want you to come to church. Because the more you hear the truth, the more you walk in freedom. Hallelujah. More you are with a group of people who are believing in the truth, more and more stronger and successful you become. That is why I started with saying, this is a church with brotherly love. The more you associate with people who are listening to the truth, the more successful and blessed that you will become. That's why I said I'll put everything piece together. Hallelujah. Amen. Many people are not successful and blessed because after a Friday and a Sunday, or at least after a Sunday after this hour, you are spending a lot of hours with people who are believing in the lies. That is why many things are not coming to pass. You connect with people. That's why this is a connect group. That's why after church there are connect groups. Because the more and more you associate with people of the truth, hallelujah, praise the Lord, there is a connection God brings it. There is a success, there is a root, there is a plan, there is a protection God brings into your life. It's very difficult to be with people of truth and not be successful. It's very difficult to be surrounded by people who believe in God's word and not be successful. Trust me. Bible says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. He is blessed. That's why it should become an order, a rule, a contagious thing for your mind that you will not step outside of a blessed group of people, a group of people who believes in the truth and see what will happen. 
you will be like a tree planted by the waters who will not cease to bear fruit. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. You have to have bear fruit. Fruit in every season. Fruit in every area of your life. Are you getting this? Hebrews chapter 2, 11 says, Jesus is our elder brother. He's not ashamed to call us. He's the one who sanctifies you and who, who, who we are sanctified and he's our older brother. That's why we can love each other. Our source of our love, acceptance flows from our older brother. So Jesus, our older brother, we are all brothers and sisters. And then what happens? When we are all connected together, what will happen? Success will flow. Fruitfulness will flow. Because uh, he is the one who is speaking truth. Love, connect groups. If, if, you, if, you have, if, if you are connected to a group that loves the Lord and loves you. And who, who brings, who, who, who sees the best in you and see what will happen. But if you are connected with people who lie and bad report and backbite you and Hallelujah. Bible says you will consume each other if you backbite and you will consume each other. You will not bring success, you will destroy each other. That's why it's important. Whether it's church or who are you going to start with? How many of you will start business with people who are going to backbite you? You won't. It's important to be connected. Are you getting this? So whatever happens in the world will not touch us. He keeps us. That's what I want to tell you. Whatever happens in the world has no effect on us. Come on somebody. I am teaching you the success. I am teaching you how to be kept. How to walk in success. Hallelujah. When things are walking around, it has no relevance. What is happening in the world has no relevance. Come on somebody, open your mouth and say, What is happening in the world has no relevance compared to what God said. He will do it in my life. I believe. I choose to believe God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I am relevant in the kingdom. I am a kingdom child. Are you getting this? Number two, the Bible says, the one who is holy. That word people get freaked out when they hear the word. A holy God releases a holy fire. When a holy God speaks about, He releases a holy fire. He is a consuming fire. He consumes the things that doesn't need it in our lives. And He replaces it, hallelujah, with things that give us light and direction. It's a holy fire. He put holy desires. He put a holy mind. Hallelujah. He works in holy things into our lives. That word means, holy means uncommon. He makes us an uncommon person. Oh, hallelujah. One of a kind. Everybody say, one of a kind. I'm a God kind. His holiness makes us a God kind. We live like gods. We walk in the nature of God. Oh. Are you with me? Look at the vessels God used in the Bible. He took a religious vessel in the miracle of Cana. 
What vessel did God use? Religious vessels. When it came into that hand of Jesus, it became an uncommon vessel of miracle. What vessel? Hallelujah. When Jesus takes you into your hands, you will not just come here to finish a Sunday meeting. You become a miracle vessel. A religious vessel to a miracle vessel. When Jesus took him into his hands, it became an uncommon vessel. Suddenly the same vessel that was rusted and dusted and overlooked and uh, uh, put in a corner, come, coming into the forefront, hallelujah, washed, cleansed, hallelujah, praise, new things are happening, hallelujah, transformations happening, miracles happening. When Jesus put his eye on it, Jesus put his hand on it, hallelujah, the vessel that was thrown out, the vessel that was never seen for so many years, suddenly coming into the forefront, become an uncommon vessel of miracle, becomes the talk of the town, becomes the talk of the world, becomes the talk of the city, become a found a place in the Bible, hallelujah, as the vessel that is used by the Lord for the first miracle Come on somebody, something first is going to happen through your life. Something of the first kind is going to happen through your life. Something of the first kind. When Jesus takes into your hand, miracles of the first kind. That have never heard, that have never seen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Look at the potter taking into his hand a marred vessel. Messed up, marred, dirty, shapeless. Jesus took it into his hands. It completely turned into a useful vessel. An uncommon vessel. A vessel with perfection. A vessel with uniqueness. A vessel that people are coveting for. A vessel that is handsome. A vessel that is pretty. A vessel that has the touch of the master's finger. A vessel that has the touch of the master potter. Hallelujah. A vessel, hallelujah, that has become expensive now. A vessel that once were counted as absolutely useless, messed up, marred, hallelujah, thrown out, hallelujah, good for nothing, suddenly has taken a shape of a vessel with pricey, hallelujah, it's not cheap, with hallelujah, it's costly, it is shining, it's hallelujah, praise God, it's honored, come on, everybody wants it, hallelujah, time is coming, everybody, hallelujah, in town will say, I want him, I want her, come on somebody tonight, because the master's friend is upon your life, an uncommon vessel, People will say, I want this person as my CEO. I want this person in my business. I want this person, hallelujah, in the office. I want this person in this position. I want this person as my husband. I want this person as my wife. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, When the Lord takes you into his hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People cannot ignore you. The days are coming, people cannot ignore you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They cannot pass you by and not look at you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God church. Somebody, God is speaking prophetically over some people tonight. If you're catching it, it's yours. Paul, in the Bible, God called him Saul of Tarsus, the chosen vessel of God. 
in Acts of the Apostles chapter 9. From a hurting vessel, he's become a healing vessel. With one visitation from God, one touch from God, somebody who is murdered, persecuted, Christians, hallelujah, praise the Lord from one road to another road, from one direction to another road, the scary soul has become, hallelujah, praise the Lord, the chosen vessel of God, when God took him, hallelujah, he became the one, the most, hallelujah, glory to God, anointed man on the planet earth, hallelujah, come on somebody, God can make you the most anointed when God touches your life, ah! he became a healing anointed man, Oh, are you getting this church? The Lord is speaking to you. I'm not standing here without a word. God has specifically gave this word. Hallelujah. Last night over somebody, some people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In 2 Kings chapter 4, there were vessels that suffered loss. There were vessels in famine. There were vessels that were empty. The vessels never seen the plentiful. The vessels, they've only seen lack. Now has become the vessels of profit, the vessels of financial breakthrough. Come on, when God touches your life, you will become vessels of profit. You will become vessels of financial breakthroughs without any natural backing. But you have a supernatural backing. A supernatural anointing makes you vessels of profit. Lift your hands and say, I'm a vessel of profit for the glory of God. Uh, without natural backing, but with supernatural backing uh, for the glory of Jesus Christ. He becomes a plentiful vessel. And hallelujah. Everybody is looking for this vessel. Because this vessel has something precious. When the rest of the town, the rest of the city is suffering loss, suffering famine. Praise the Lord. There is absolutely unaffected vessels. Because hallelujah, God's servant touched that. Hallelujah. By the command of the Lord. Hallelujah. Today I'm touching you by the command of the Lord. You will not be lost at loss. You will not be termed as a loss, a failure. You will be a victorious vessel. A vessel flowing with milk and honey and oil and expensive. Hallelujah. Things through your life. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Amen. Look at the vessel used when Jesus and the disciples were breaking the bread in John chapter 13. The Passover. They came to celebrate the Passover. And Jesus was washing the feet of his disciples. Jesus took a vessel that was lost and leased in a house. And Jesus used that vessel. To wash the feet of the one who betrayed. Look at the privilege of that vessel. The lost vessel now is a vessel of example. The lost vessel now is in the hands of Jesus. The lost vessel is being used to wash the feet. Of the one who betrayed. Can God trust you with people? Will you be a vessel of vengeance? Or will you be a vessel of mercy? Can God trust you? 
to be a vessel of mercy, to show mercy to people who have betrayed you. God said, vengeance is mine. That's none of your business. I will do it in my time. Hallelujah. Your is to be a vessel of mercy, washing the legs of the one who betrays you. Can you be that vessel? God trust you. If you that vessel, the Bible says, as soon as Jesus feet washed his feet, he took the bread, Judas left. If you become a vessel of mercy, it is a mercy carries deliverance. Under the ministry of mercy, devils disappear. Judas disappeared. Judas left. Hallelujah. When you become, hallelujah, a vessel of mercy and you step into the scene, devils leave. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Harm leaves. Demons leave. Good people stay back. Come on. Hallelujah. You have the power to retain the right people and you have the power to cast away the wrong people when you are a vessel of mercy. Oh, Hallelujah. That's what it says. Hallelujah. I am holy. Look at the holy God can do when He's speaking to your life. He'll make you vessels. Uncommon. Not common. And I finish with this. And the one who holds the key of David. Jesus was revealed as the one who calls the key of David. Whatever he opens, nobody can shut. And whatever he shuts, nobody can open. God is about to open doors this season. Nobody can shut. Hallelujah. God is going to keep that door open for some of you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Nobody can shut. He's a God who keeps you. Hallelujah. He's a God who keeps your doors. Hallelujah. Praise. Nobody can mess up with the doors. God has for you. Oh, Rabaka. Come on, somebody. Doors that God has gone ahead and opened for you, nobody can touch it. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody just gave me a testimony. He said, Pastor, the entire market crashed. But wherever I have put my shares have not crashed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Not one share has crashed. Hallelujah. Come on somebody. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah, one He holds one. The doors that He opens. He keeps it. But what is the key of David? The key of David. When you read 2 Samuel chapter 5. David had victory over every place except one place, Jerusalem. Previously, the kings, prior to him also, got many victories, but nobody could conquer Jerusalem. Jerusalem means the city of peace. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, nevertheless, David took the city of Zion. Everybody say, nevertheless. The people, the Jebusites, the people said, Hey, useless. See, they called David useless. Even the weakest people in town can cast you out. Even the blind and the deaf people can cast you out. How many of you are intimidated by the devil and said, Hallelujah. Intimidated by small fears. Hallelujah. And said, you can't come out. It is a small fears that keeps us from big breakthroughs. Hallelujah. Praise. Come on somebody tonight. 
His small fears, if I say sorry, will I be snapped back? Hallelujah. Praise. If you had said that sorry, there would have been a greater door. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If I would give tithe, will I lose that money? If you would have given that tithe, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The windows of heaven would have been opened. Come on, somebody. Her small fears have kept you. If I let go of this wrong relationship, will I ever get married? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let go and see who the Lord has kept for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. But Bible says, nevertheless, David took over the city. How many of you want a nevertheless tonight? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Nevertheless, the doctor said this. Nevertheless, I'm going to take my healing. Hallelujah. The banker said this. Nevertheless, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My boss said this. Nevertheless, hallelujah. Praise God. My child said this. Nevertheless, glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to take over what is mine. Because there are areas in your life you had peace everywhere except a small part of your life. Somewhere that peace has not come. That full victory is being kept from a certain place, a certain area, a certain part of your life. How many of you tonight will say, nevertheless, I'm going to take that area also. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, I'm going to take over even that area. My Jerusalem, my city of peace, where I've been cast out and withheld peace. I'm nevertheless, I'm going to take it. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Nevertheless. Amen. Are you with me, church, tonight? Hallelujah. How did the church respond to God? It's very important. You'll see all these blessings fell upon the church because of a certain response. Bible says they had little strength, yet they kept the word. Sometimes in your life, certain situations can make you think that you are little, that you have little strength. But the little strength of God is more than enough to go through a tough season. Always understand, a little strength of God is more than enough Never excuse yourself. Ayo, little strength. Little strength and moments like that should not tell you how little you are. You should say how a God big He is behind that strength. Little stone had little strength but the God behind that stone was big let me tell you even when you are feeling little strong know that the God who is behind you looks strong because those little moments makes the difference Bible says they had little strength that they kept my word. They kept. Kept. They kept. They kept my word. 
Hallelujah. A real strength, they kept my word. God is saying, because you responded to me, you responded to me and treated me like a big God. I will keep thee in the hour of temptation. Praise God. Because of your faith in me, I'll keep you in a temptation, in an hour, in a famine, in a virus, whatever the situation, whatever the temptations. That situation you think will defeat you, will not defeat you. Because I keep you. I promise you, I keep you. We built our lives not on our promises. We built our lives on God's promises. Hallelujah. Always remember. We built our lives on God's promises. This is a church that built their lives on the promises of God. Hallelujah. So God kept them. God kept them. They responded to a strong God. Tonight, this morning as we close our eyes, this evening as we close our eyes, what is your response today to this God? Are you looking at your little strength? Or are you looking at the big God who is behind you? 